My name is Emma Dadson. My name is Elder Samuel Danso Jakwa. My name is Pascaline Songsori. My name is Kofi Agama. My name is Nathaniel Delali Hagen. My name is Reverend Dr. Daniel Ni Abuaji Aye. My name is Mama Kathy of Family Renaissance International. I love listening to the Writer's Block Talk Show with Vicky Amwa. The content of knowledge in you determines how far you'll go in life. The Writer's Blog Talk Show. It's an interesting and exciting program, a platform to bring ordinary Guineans and African writers to the fore. A very insightful discussion, and I encourage everyone to listen. The Writer's Blog Talk Show with Vicky Amwa. The program that promotes writing and the works of writers. The Writer's Blog. Read. Write. Indulge your mind. Welcome to the Writer's Blog Podcast, powered by Reveal Multimedia Limited. It features author profiling, book reviews, thematic discussions, and nuggets for readers, writers, and book lovers. If you or your child has lost your knack for books, reading, or writing, this podcast is for you. Now, to today's episode. Welcome to the Writer's Blog. The Writer's Blog Talk Show is a program designed to celebrate authors and their works, Ghanaian authors for that matter, and their works. We also seek to promote um, various stakeholders within the publishing industry. If you would like us to help you push your books uh, or any literary work, get in touch with us today and we have what it takes to get it done for you. 0552 I have a very wonderful guest with me today. We are going to discuss from his book, The Benefits of Forgiveness, Emotional Refreshment, Renewal, and Restoration. He is Elder Samuel Danso Ejakwa. This is the Writer's Blog Podcast. We'll be right back. Anyedu is a Christian multimedia publishing company which aims to help shape the future of a child through partnerships with parents and blended learning systems. At Anyedu, we know that every child has a God-given purpose, full of potential, full of promise in a world where everything is possible through Christ. We at Anyedu are facilitators working to equip and provide resources for all these parties so that we can together raise blessed and successful children. You can contact us on 0271 7385 website facebook or instagram at anyadu anyadu born to lead welcome back this is twb podcast let's take our quote for today and i'm taking it from the book we're reviewing today the benefits of forgiveness and this is a scripture uh, from chapter 12 it says let all bitterness wrath anger outcry and slander be put away for you with all malice and be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiven each other just as god also in christ forgave you and that is ephesians chapter 4 verse 31 32. So I am blessed to have the author of this all-important book and the subject, you know, uh, forgiveness. He is in the passing of Elder Samuel Danso Ejakwa. He is the founder of Sword Consulting Limited, a security consulting firm 
based in Ghana. He has 30 years of practice in state intelligence, national and corporate security. Samuel obtained his master's degree in public administration from the prestigious Harvard University Kennedy School of Government, Cambridge, Massachusetts, USA. He is an Edward S. Mason Fellow of the same university and an alumnus of the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. Samuel is an elder of the Church of Pentecost and passionately serves in the men's ministry. He is an ardent advocate for peace, forgiveness, and reconciliation. He and his wife, Esther, have two young adults. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and you too, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, yeah. I'm just okay. This is about 288 pages, yes. and I'm just saying to myself, how long did it take you, Elder, to write this awesome book? The desire was uh, in 2010. Okay. When I was at school in the United States. Okay. But the actual work, I took two years and some few months. Two years two and years, months. I can say two years. Yeah. So why the subject forgiveness? What's the inspiration behind this particular one? It's a personal story. Okay. It's a personal story that uh, I descended into unforgiveness and bitterness hmm. at a very tender age. At 13, I nearly lost my mom through hmm. a, a motor accident. accident. Okay. It was Christmas, and every child wants mommy to be home mm, at Christmas. Mm. And a friend of mom came that he should accompany her to a social event. And on their way back, they had an accident. And mom was bedridden for four years. Wow. And during these four years, I never saw her because I was young. She was at Kolebu, and I was in the our hometown in Asmankesi. Okay. I, I never saw her, and I have to live with a lot of family relation. Uh, some of whom didn't treat me as a, as a mother would. Mm. So the pain, the hurt of missing her, her comfort, and everything. Of course, I was the last born. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and she loved me. Okay. So the pain and everything, I pushed it on this friend who took care of me. Wow. And Vicky, uh, nobody noticed the state I was in. I never liked the woman. She mm. visited our home and I walked away. I never liked her from 13. Nobody noticed it mm. to help me out of it. And then when mom was about getting well, daddy passed. Wow. And then uh, during the funeral celebration, I had an auntie uh, above college scholar. Okay. Beatrice Osewakoto, mm. popularly called Biakoto. Okay. Unfortunately, she didn't have a child of her own. Okay. She also passed. And she decided to pick me up. Mm. And six weeks after that, he passed. She also passed. And each time I turned to this woman, because I was losing people who support me. Yeah. But if mommy was strong and well, I wouldn't have needed these people mm. in my in your in, opinion, yeah. In my opinion mm. at that age. Mm. Yeah. So Auntie B also passed. Then my senior brother, we are three boys. Okay. And he is the senior boy. I'm the third. Yeah. And okay. In between us is Bismarck Setozu. Okay. At that time he was at a popular military school called Junior Leaders Company. Okay. People called it Boys Company in Kumasi. Okay. It's a three year military school. 
all that they teach them was war, military strategy. At the age of between 13 and a half and 17. Okay. So Bismarck gave me the assurance that, oh, I will take care of you. I was there in Form 3. Okay. I passed common entrance. I said, I haven't come out. So you have to go to Form 4 and, and finish school. Okay. So my mate went to secondary school. school. Mm. And this woman will carry the bed. And this woman has cost me. Mm. Mommy would have paid mm. my fees. Mm. Okay, so it went, it went on. And then I have to remain in elementary school for one more year. Fortunately, Bismarck completed and true to his word, I passed the common entrance the second time. Okay. And he took me to secondary school. Okay. First year, he said, I've just come out of school. I don't have enough money, so be a day student. Hmm. And so I said, okay. Then God smiled on us ah, after the first time I had government scholarship. Wow. And that was good news. Hmm. So from two, he put me into, uh, I'm talking about Bismarck. Yes, Bismarck, yeah. He took me to the boarding house. Mm. He went to Lebanon and he bought everything that a young guy needs to be. To be okay. Okay. Mm. In secondary school, I was the envy of my class mm. because he would visit me almost every month. And then he would come the, all the way from Takradi to Samankesi uh, to see me. Mm. Then in two, <laughs> two years, all we had was that they were involved in a a coup d'etat, and hmm. he ran away. He wasn't caught. Then he came home after one month to tell us that he is going out of the country. He went out of the country. We heard from him. He was sending me money. He was sending me gifts. Hmm. In March 1983, there was rumor that they have re-entered Ghana, caught, arrested, no judicial inquiries, killed buried in an unmarked graves and the case got worse so that is the history of how i became so bitter so so bitter it was as if god was not i was not angry with god i don't know mm. i was not angry with god but i was angry with the people in the the chain in the chain, in the chain. Mm. and finally i put it on the government of the day of course, uh, I've forgiven everybody, mm. but it was the PADC era. Okay. In 1983, if you were then uh, <laughs> old <laughs> enough, you might have heard about a young copra called Carlos Haliduchiwa. Mm. Uh, he terrorized the, the PADC, he staged two, two. three coups. Mm. And my brother was in that group, the final group, and they were caught. So that's how I became bitter. And it lived with me until 2010, when I came in contact with a story about Isaac and Abimelech. And, Abimelech. and that is in the what, Bible. And that is and that's what, what you're changed. Mm, mm, mm. So that is what the basis of this book actually is. Yes. Isaac Abimelech, Isaac the Abimelech. entire story. Yeah. And uh, we can find it. In, in Genesis, Genesis 26, yes. 1 to 33. Um, I think that most of us, some way, somehow, find ourselves in various situations and we find it very difficult to let go.
Now, the turning point for you was the scripture, but there was also uh, this wonderful lady who is now your wife <laughs> that caused the turnaround. Uh, now, let's talk about the basis okay. and then we come to your wife. So after discovering the scripture. After discovering the scripture, mm. it was one April cold morning in Cambridge. Okay. And the eastern side of the United States, very cold in okay. April. Mm. I was having my morning devotion. And I chanced on this story. I said, wow. And surprisingly, Isaac is the first son of Abraham. Abraham. And if you want anything detailed in the Bible about Isaac, you can only find it in, in the Genesis 26. Mm. So I said, wow. This guy was able to forgive Kenabimelech and the people of Gerard. Mm. Then I can also forgive. If you can sum up the story for us. For the, the story political. was... Mm -hmm. There was famine in Cana, and, and Isaac wanted to go to Egypt mm -hmm. because it has been the practice of the family. Yeah. So Isaac wanted to go to Egypt for greener pastures. Mm. And then he has to go through Gerard because he and the family had lived in Gerard before. His father, Abraham, has lived in Gerard before. Okay. So whilst in Gerard, God appeared to him and told him, do not go to, down to Egypt for I am with you. Mm. The covenant I have with your father, if you are obedient to me, you'll have it. You'll have it. So Isaac did not go to Egypt. Mm. He lived in Gerard. Mm -hmm. And a year in which there was serious farming, God told Isaac to plant. And Isaac did so. He was obedient to God. Mm. And he planted. And he had so much harvest. The Bible says he had hundredfold harvests. And the people envied Isaac. And out of that envy, the headsmen of uh, Gerard took on Isaac's servants. They needed water for their farm and their family. Mm. But Isaac was comfortable. But the headsmen would not give he and his household space to. This thing went on and the king of Gerard, who is Abimelech, called Isaac one day and said, you guy, you came here, you are becoming too powerful than us. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> One immigrant family, a king, and his people said that you have become too powerful than us. So go away from us. So he moved on. <laughs> and then he remembered that whilst we live here with daddy, daddy was in the valley and daddy dug some wells. So let's move towards those wells and reopen them because all that we need to be successful is water. water. They opened the first well. Then the headsmen of Gerard came there. The water is ours. Not that the land is ours. The water <laughs> in the soil is ours. And Isaac felt that these people want to contend with me. So he named that well Isaac. Yeah. And then he went on again. And then he dug another well. And the people said, the water is ours. And he named it Sitna. Which means hatred. Isaac means contention. And mm. then Sitna means hatred. So he moved on again. He dug a third well and he named it Rehoboth. Rehoboth. Which means room enough for us to be fruitful and to prosper. Mm. Uh -huh. And we don't know what happened. So Isaac moved on from Rehoboth. I felt that, oh, at Rehoboth, that was okay. was okay. But I remember that God said, don't go to Egypt. I will show you the land in which you live. So he moved on 
to another location uh, which will become Beersheba. Mm. He was there that night. He arrived at Beersheba. God appeared to him and God reiterated the promises he has made to Abraham and to Isaac unto him that I will be with you and I will provide whatever you need. That same night, Isaac built an altar and called on the name of God. One interesting thing I saw was that when he called on the name of God, which means he prayed, he never mentioned Gerard and the Akin Abimelech in his prayer that, oh God, if you are promising me, punish these people for me, mm. take a revenge on mm. Isaac didn't do that. Over a time, King Abimelech and uh, his people came to him that we are coming to beg. We have now seen that the Lord is with you. Wonderful indeed. And Isaac was angry there you see that they were angry he was angry because the question he posed to them mm. why do you come to me seeing that you hate me Makotami baby mm -hmm. why now come to me and so we have come to make peace with you to sign an oath that you will not do us harm and we will not you see we when you are living with us we did you nothing wrong <laughs> isaac forgave with no condition. Mm. And Vicky, he organized a banquet worthy for kings to honor Abimelech and his, and people. his people. The so, next morning, they signed the oath mm -hmm. and they went. And that same morning, they signed the oath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isaac, people, his servant were digging a well in Bathsheba. Mm -hmm. And they ran home and told the master, the well we have been struggling, looking for water. We have found water. So Isaac sat back and he shouted, Sheba. And Sheba in Hebrew word means the oath. So Isaac knew immediately that the forgiveness and the oath that I signed with these people who had hurt me, God has given me water. Hmm. So this scripture yeah. was the turnaround for you. That was the turnaround. So what was it about it? I said that if these people had more treated Isaac to this level mm. and they came back to him mm -hmm. and he never asked for any, oh, just apologize, pay me a, a, a certain amount. A certain amount. Mm. Oh, he, then the let's, let's bring third parties to come and negotiate. Mm. And, and mm. He didn't say that. There were no conditions. No conditions. Mm. And he said that, I forgive you. And then organize a party for them. Hmm. On top of that. How many people do that? I, I don't know <laughs> yet. <laughs> and that is why I find this book very, very powerful. Uh, your story and the process by which you were able to come out of it to let go. You are listening to the Writer's Blog Podcast. Stay with us. Books Audio is Ghana's first publisher and digital distributor of Black and African audiobooks. We provide African publishers and writers with a platform to transform their books into engaging digital audio products that can be heard anytime, anywhere, on any audiobook player or mobile device. For more details, visit www.acobooks.net. Find and follow Arco Books on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Arco Books. Contact number 0244012670 or 0202040176. Echo Books, giving voice to global African authors. 
welcome back this is TWB podcast it is the writer's block talk show and i'm here with elder samuel danso ejakwa and we are discussing from his book the benefits of forgiveness he has a true story um, around how bitter and hurt he was with all the series of events that happened in his life and the people involved in there and the turnaround for him was genesis 26 1 to 33 that's right now at what point really elder can one forgive how do i let go somebody's question is we are learning uh, what it takes to let go looking at all the various stories that he has shared how do i practice forgiveness in a world full of pretense presently i like that word hmm. pretense everything that we do now we pretend to be doing what is right hmm. but not our world is polarized deeply polarized not our Guinean community, our entire world, mm. because of unforgiveness, because of bitterness, hate. She did something, and that is it. Mm. And I, my mother married a certain tribe, and they did this, so mm. that is it. Mm. And it is dividing us yeah. on a daily basis. And the gap is becoming wider and mm. deeper. Mm. But the Bible says that every Christian has the Spirit of God in him. Mm. So if you look at one of the chapters where I discuss how to overcome my own forgiveness, yeah. I said that, listen to the Spirit of God within you. Mm-hmm. If you want to forgive deeply, listen to the Spirit of God within you. If the Spirit of God is indeed within you, it will prompt you. Mm-hmm. How will it prompt you? Each time you remember the thing that hurts you, mm-hmm. you're angry. Your anger is frozen deep there. But the thought of it will quickly rekindle your pain. Mm. You hear the name Vicky, you're angry. But on each occasion, if indeed the Spirit of God lives with you, the Spirit of God will prompt you that it is time for you to let go. go. So if you have any situation you want to, the first thing, the first thing I will ask you to do, listen to the Spirit within you. And then grieve over the pain it's okay to grieve. Yes, it's grieve. Okay oh, grieve. grieve. I, yeah. I did it. Mm. Because we are telling the Spirit of God. Mm. You said, I should let go. But the thing is still hurting me. So what do I have? There is a project I'm looking at, whether God takes delight in our tears. Mm. And so shed your tears before God, and the promptness will come, and he will provide the leadings. Mm. His leading was for me to see this story in the middle of Genesis. I've read the Bible back to back several times. Okay. But until that day, I didn't see the story behind those letters. So the Spirit of God will lead us to that point. That point. Mm-hmm. So when we allow that, He will lead us. Mm. This one is coming in from Abigail. He has uh, indeed a very scary but interesting story. My question is, why was he never angry with God? But the people around him, I mean, they did not choose to die. I don't think I, I can keep a straightforward answer. Why I wasn't angry with God mm. at that age. I was not. I was not angry with God. My situation was that mommy is there for me. And mommy indeed was there for me. And mommy was doing everything for me. Mm. And so when mommy was touched. You were bitter towards the one who allowed mommy to be touched. 
And that was it because of your age at the time. I, um, mm. Probably so. Mm. And so everything else that made me sad, made me angry, was to that person. Mm. And then Bismarck was murdered. Up to now, we don't know mm. what he did, mm. who authorized his killing, mm. where he was buried. It's amazing. <laughs> so from the childhood pain, mm -hmm. now it becomes Bismarck because he has stepped in the place of mommy. And he was doing whatever that I require to grow and to blossom. And then suddenly. And then suddenly, he was taken away. Yeah. So I, I was never angry with God. And I've never been angry with God. Mm. Why would I be angry with God? Yeah. Yeah. My father's father is a retired reverend minister. He, he's passed anyway. Oh, okay. So from childhood, we need Sunday school. And we don't know. I didn't have a personal relationship with it Christ, okay. but then we were Sunday school okay. and blah 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so I knew that there is a God. I knew that He loves me. Uh, the Sunday songs and the recitation. I knew that God loves me, mm. and I knew God would not do me any harm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there you have it, Abigail. Um, I think that because of his, you know, his age and all of that, uh, he didn't think God would let that happen, mm. and so he was just concerned about those uh, around him. The seed of forgiveness was sown in me by my wife. At the time I met her, I was in this challenge. We were in form five in secondary school. Oh wow! <laughs> She's my classmate. You have been married for how long? <laughs> <laughs> February 8, 34 years. Wow. And we've been friends for 40 years. Wow. This is awesome. So tell us that encounter with her and, and the, the conditions she gave you. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> when I lost Bismarck and I needed a replacement, hmm. she was my classmate. He was my steady mate. Okay. I came to a, an understanding that this woman could be the replacement for this okay. man. Okay. That she understood me. Mm. She liked me. Okay. We were a steady group of about six people. Okay. And she was exceptional among them. Even though we didn't start Form 1 with him, she joined us in Form 3. Okay. But then she was an exceptional person. Okay. So it was not about uh, we being naughty. But one day, the second term on Form 5, we mm -hmm. were vacating, and I said to her, I think that when we grow up, you'll be my wife. You just told her that? I just told her like that. I, I, it's not like today you go and get a, a ring and kneel in the shopping mall and those kind of things. <laughs> I just told her like that, wrong. That I believe and, that. And what was her response? Her response was, she stood there looking at me so confused, uh, Esther, okay. uh, and so confused. Okay. And then she said, okay, me, whoever will marry me, I want a man who will forgive me whatever I do wrong. Okay. And I've asked her several times what that answer meant. Mm. She has never explained to me. But I took it seriously. Yeah, I took it seriously. I believe it was the Spirit of God. Yes. Yes. You know how God works in her. So from that day, I started thinking of forgiveness. What is it? I have my own challenge and mm. why this question mm. because at that time i was about 20 17 years into my journey of unforgiveness and then she came uh, will you forgive me any, any time i hate you wow. should we get married i said hey i said <laughs> <laughs> so 
the seed was already there. Okay. And I've been pondering over it uh, okay. until this Abimelech Isaac thing. That one was serious. Mm, mm. It hits me. Mm. From page um, 201, uh, you talked about overcoming unforgiveness. Yes. And uh, the scripture is 2 Corinthians 5.18, but all things are of God yes. who reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah. He said unforgiveness can make our land sick. Mm -hmm. And as we see in Psalms 85 verse 6, the author cried to the Almighty God that he would restore favor to their land. Nah. Now, does it mean that forgiving means forgetting? No, you can't. I'm saying that you can't forget the event. The event. You can't you forget can't. about okay. it. Like I'm talking about it now. If it were before 2010, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> the story would have been different. Mm -hmm. But this one is like me playing back to you what I have gone through. But there's no hate inside, in, inside anymore. Akoto says, my question is when you forgive someone and you remember what the person did and you feel hurt, does that mean you haven't truly forgiven? Then it's not truly forgiven. Okay. And some people also set a requirement. Let me, let me put it this way. In the mm. case of Abimelech and Isaac, mm. Abimelech went to Isaac mm -hmm. and asked Charlie, let, let's, let's make peace. Let's make peace. Mm. And he went with a high-powered delegation. Mm. In my case, nobody mm. has approached yes. me. Nobody. Mm. <laughs> nobody has ever approached my family, not in the military, not in the government, not anyone, to say that, oh, family, uh, so-so-and-so, we, we think that what we did to your brother, mm. Bismarck Setousu, mm -hmm. was not good, so we are sorry. Nobody has done that. But I felt it was necessary to myself. To let go. Yeah, it was a self-healing experience. Mm. So uh, don't wait for anybody to come and, uh, and plead, uh, forgive me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and you humiliate the person with conditions. <laughs> and No, 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 no. And sometimes even after doing that, you are still hurt. You are still hurt. It doesn't, hate. It doesn't yeah. really make a difference. Hate, yeah. So listen to your inner spirit. Mm -hmm. You talked about committed to praying and fasting. Mm -hmm. You also talked about focus on your core Command. mandate. What your purpose is in life. Yes. I think that some of us, that's what we have. Well, you get hit by people who are high and mighty uh, and uh, they seem not to see that they have hurt you. And at the end of the day, they go around saying other things to other people, preventing other people that, from that getting the, close to you. That's the most painful part of yeah, it. When the person doesn't know high. that he has hurt you. Mm, mm. Joyce Meyer wrote a book. He said, forgive. Mm -hmm. And and he said, when you forgive, you forgive yourself. yourself. The healing is for you. It's for you. It's for you. Yeah. It's for it's you. For you. There is an American professor. Mm. He says that her sister was killed by his brother-in-law in the family, their family home. And it was like, the pain was like there was a knife in his, his heart. heart. Each time she remembers, it was like somebody is pushing the knife deeper. And if somebody suggests, forgive your brother-in-law, it was like he's dragging the thing. Until he himself held that literal knife and, and pulled, pulled it, it out. out. Well, how much is this book, Elder? <laughs> I think maybe we, have, we need to have a part two of this one. How, uh, how much is this? The, the book is, for now, is 100. It's 100 CDs. CDs. Okay, maybe this is a good time for you to share with us where we can get copies and contact number. Okay, the that. book is on Amazon. Okay. It's on uh, Apple. Okay. It's on uh, Barnes & Noble. Okay. 
uh, internationally. Locally, mm. uh, you can get a copy from Airport Runabout Shell in okay. Accra. Okay. And then the Shell on the Jolo, uh, the N1. N1, okay. Yes. And then on Vidya Bookshop at Osu. Vidya Bookshop at Vidya Osu. Bookshop okay. at Osu. Any contact number to reach if somebody. Personally, maybe? you can call me. You can okay. call 0244367046. Okay. Or you can call 050 Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you can repeat the numbers for 0244 Elder, thank you so much for passing Thank you, Vicky. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to sponsor, partner, advertise, or have your book featured on the show, call, send a text message or WhatsApp message to plus 233-55-25035 or 208-428322. You can also send us an email to writersblogGH at gmail.com. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook at writersblogGH. Visit our website www.thewritersblogGH.com. This podcast is powered by Reveal Multimedia Limited. The Writer's Blog. Read, write, indulge your mind.